All right, so hello again. This is Jason at the Jason and Peter Project. We're super excited for today's show. So we're going to talk a lot about what we love, eating right, working out a lot in here. We have Julian Hierro on the show. Hey, Julian, how you doing? Hey, man, excited to be here. Thank you for having well, me. Excited to have you. So Julian's in Mexico. He's actually, we talked a little bit offline and moved around, right? And, and found a spot in Mexico that, that he loved. And that, that's, that's a lot what life is, right? Just, just not being scared to stand the sideline, going out there and discovering where you want to be instead of just being, being stuck in your element. And what has really been intriguing is you have, I will say, created or targeted a niche, which kind of meets in two different ways, right? So Jacked Vegans is your company there. And basically, I, I would believe it's exactly as it says, Jacked Vegans. So have you always for many years been vegan or was this something that you found just fit with your lifestyle? When did it start? Yeah, great question, man. I haven't been vegan for that long, actually. I, I transitioned in December this year, so about eight months. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, late December this year, so about eight months. I've been in fitness for my whole life, basically, and I've been doing coaching for, for a long time as well. And I transitioned in December, and I wanted to try it for the first for two weeks, see how it, it felt, how, how it worked for me. And then after that, I never looked back. And in about February, I saw that there's a lot of vegans that just need help with, with their fitness. They don't know how to structure their diet. They don't know how to do their nutrition. They don't know how to train properly. And that's how Jack Vegans was born. I was like, well, I'm really good at this. I know how to get people results. I'm vegan, vegans need help. So let's go ahead and create a service that, that people need. And I can help well, all the vegans that wanna want uh, transform their bodies and their health and I can help them get in shape. And that's when it was born, late February, man. So there's always a lot of myths that people try and throw out there about vegans, right? You, you, you can't get enough protein. You don't have the energy. You, you just, you can't get a fulfilled diet, but you found the opposite, right? So what was the, the pinnacle factor where you said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. I'm going to go after it. Was it something in your current diet or, or was it something outside of it? It was completely outside, man. The reason I, trend, well, let's go back over a little bit. I started dating this girl a year and a half ago. She was vegan for seven years, right? So when I first met her, I had no freaking idea what vegans were, vegetarians for me, it was just people, crazy people that just eat lettuce, they don't know anything. And mm -hmm. I, I have no idea what they do. But you know, little by little, I started talking to her, like we started dating and then she started telling me about veganism. And every time we got into a bit of arguments, cause she was like, hey, you go vegan. I was like, I'm not gonna go vegan. And we started arguing about health, the health reasons, the fitness reasons. and. I always had like opposing views and I was like, you're not like, this is not going to fight for me. But then every time she brought up the ethical reasons, like, you know, you love because I'm weak for animals. I love animals. So every time she talked about animals, she showed me the footage. I was like, I got nothing to say. You're right. And every time she showed me like, you know, the negative impact it has on the environment, on the world, on the oceans, I was like, I have nothing to say against that. And I've been like donating money to like uh, people that fight the ships that kill whales and I've been rescuing dogs for my whole life. So I've, I'm a big animal lover and it bothered me to see the footage of the animals being slaughtered. So I, I did it mostly for, not mostly, I did a hundred percent for ethical reasons. I just transitioned and it's been great since I did it, man. Yeah, it's incredible. And you, you mentioned earlier that so many people who have chosen a vegan lifestyle are having trouble with their workouts. Where is the correlation? What, what is that step that usually causes the trouble? Well, I think if you look at it from a high level view, I think most people in the world, a lot of people have issues with their diets in general, not only vegans, like people just don't know how to eat properly. And it's the same thing for vegans, right? They just don't know how to do it properly. And at the end of the day, if you want to have muscles, if you want to be jacked, if you want to look great, 
there's certain criteria, there's certain boxes you got to check, regardless if you're vegan or not. If you're checking those boxes, then you're going to get results. So it's, it's a matter of just checking the boxes. Whether you're getting your protein from animals or from plants, you just want to make sure you're getting enough protein. Whether you're vegan or not, you want to make sure you're doing things right in the gym. So you want, you want to make sure you're doing the proper things, the right things to get the outcome that you want. If you're doing those things, you're going to get the results that you want, regardless of you know what type of protein you're eating. What's usually uh, some more of those boxes that don't get checked in people's diet overall? Yeah, exactly. People don't know. Coming back, people don't know how to structure a diet properly, how to do the macros, how to do the calories. They don't know how to work out properly in the gym. And by consequence, they, they don't get the results they want, which makes them frustrated. But if you tick the boxes, you do things properly, then you get the results you want. What are some of those boxes that need to get checked? So the macros would be one, right? So consistent, consistent maybe meal plans, you know, working out. How do you get the protein in a vegan diet? Because that would be one thing for me. I, I would think I wouldn't be able to get enough protein. And that's just me having a limited belief, right? Because there is ways because you're doing it. What are those ways? Yeah. So first we got to determine the goal that the person has. Well, I'm just going to talk about fat loss because 90, 95% of the people want to do fat loss or need to lose fat to improve their body composition. So the first thing you got to do to make sure you're losing fat is get yourself in a calorie deficit. So that means that you're consuming fewer calories than the ones you're burning. Okay. Calories, calories is just a term that's used to measure energy. We consume energy or calories via foods and drinks, and we use calories via the activities that we do, via working, via walking our dogs. Everything that we do in our days requires calories. Even thinking like writing your computer, writing on, on a textbook that requires calories. So if you want to burn fat and you want to lose weight, then you got to get yourself in a calorie deficit. That means that you're going to be consuming fewer calories than the ones you're burning. And then your body is going to use tissue to make up for that lack of energy consumption. Now, if you're doing things properly, if you're eating the right amount of protein, if you're doing resistance training, that tissue is going to be fat. Okay. If you do things wrong, that tissue could also be muscle. Your body, you got to tell your body, you want to keep the muscle that you have. Okay. There's two ways to do that by eating sufficient protein and by doing resistance training. Okay. So for fat loss, number one, get yourself in a calorie deficit. Number two, make sure you're consuming enough protein so that you retain the muscles that you have or that you build new muscles. And number three, make sure you're doing proper resistance training. Okay. If you check those three boxes, then you, you will lose fat. Where is it in the mentality that so many people fall off from working out, right? So it's a, they get these big rushes to jump in there, but they can't keep consistent. What are some of the things that you set up with, with your, your crew that, that when you work with them, help them really stay committed to the results? Well, one of the biggest pitfalls that I see everywhere is, is just that people are obsessed about losing all the weight super quickly. Mm -hmm. And then they go into these crash diets, right? They, they go into like this juice cleanses that don't do anything for them or they try to do something super drastic. And what happens is that if you take like a very drastic measurement, it's really hard to sustain it. So if you try to eat a very small number of calories, you might sustain it for a week, two weeks, and you, you probably will lose weight. Most of it's gonna be water weight, so it's not like you're actually burning fat. But then after two, three weeks, you're like, I cannot take this anymore. This is really hard, this is impossible to sustain. And then cravings hit you, hunger hits you, and then you cannot sustain it. And then Friday hits you, and then you're like, screw this diet, I, I cannot take this anymore. You, you see a burger, you see a pizza, you see something that's very high in calories. And then people enter this unhealthy cycle where they restrict themselves to starve themselves from Monday to Friday. And then the weekend comes and they just go bananas. They go insane, they binge, they eat everything. And then they feel like crap on Monday and they want to do it again. And they just do that over and over again 
which which is very it's very hard psychologically and it's yeah. also it also really hard like it doesn't work for improving body composition to lose fat yeah they're creating that short-term fix but they're not creating a lifestyle right and so many times when it, it's almost like the new year's eve effect you, you try something that's so drastically different from what you've done and then of course you can't stay to it because you haven't set the foundation yet you haven't built up the beliefs and you haven't done like what i asked before when i asked you the question about you know how do you get to where you want to go and you said that well the first step is determining your goal right because because many times people just start out just i'm just going to get to the gym and you, you see them all over the place because they they don't really have a goal. They're there like, I should be working out, but there's no goal why I'm working out, right? So I'm, I'm touching this, I'm doing that. Maybe I'm, I'm doing the stair climb or maybe I'm taking some dumbbells and, and doing some movement exercises. Maybe I'm going to jump in a class, but I don't have a goal with those results. And I'm hoping that whatever I do is going to produce results right away, right? And so quick results, but then it's like the, the biggest loser show. I've never watched it, but from what I hear that, you know, people go on the show and they can't keep the results, right? Because they have someone there pushing them, but they haven't mentally prepared themselves for that life. So the second they're away from that life, and there's not that person on top of them, like saying, okay, here, don't do this, do this, do this, do this. They, they fall apart again because they don't have really the, the I'll call it backbone, but, but really the foundation built to give them the sustainability there. Yeah, and, and you, you mentioned you just mentioned a key word, which is sustainability, because I read the statistic somewhere. I believe that 97% of people who lose weight end up regaining all the way back within two years. Yeah. And that's just because there's, there's lack of planning, right? When you're structuring a nutrition plan or training plan to improve your body composition, you got to think about it long term. It shouldn't be like a two-month fix. It shouldn't be like, I want to drop 30 pounds in two months, and then we'll see what happens. Because... If you drop 30 pounds in two months, but then you gain 50 pounds back in the next six, then it, it was pointless. Yeah. So the way you structure a diet that actually works is you you got to divide. You got to first take a high level view. You got a year and then you got to divide it into phases. You got to have fat loss phases and then you have maintenance phases. In a fat loss phase, you got to be super strict. Okay. But it doesn't last for a long time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you structure a fat loss phase that's going to be between eight to 12 weeks. Okay. It's going to be hard. You're going to have to make some sacrifices. It's part of losing fat. Like, it's just, it's not easy. I, I still, when I do a fat loss phase, I still get uh, hungry. I still get cravings. It's just part of the process. But what I tell my clients is, you guys just got to keep in, in your mind that this is going to end. Okay, we're going to go really hard for eight to 10 weeks. And then we're going to take a break. Okay, when we take a break, what we do is we bump up the calories. Okay, we let them have a couple of days in the week where, not, where they're not tracking food. Okay, they have a couple of, I don't like to call them cheap meals because I don't like the term. I call them free meals. You guys can have two, three free meals per week. And we do a maintenance phase for four to six weeks. Okay, that helps people regain motivation. That helps people recover physically and mentally from dieting because dieting is really hard. And if someone's telling you that dieting is not hard, that person's lying to you because everyone has a hard time dieting. Yeah. So we do a fat loss phase for four to six weeks. And then by the end of the fat loss, the maintenance phase, people are like, Julian, I'm ready to go again. I'm ready to diet. Let's freaking go. I, I don't want to do this maintenance thing anymore. I want to keep losing weight. So they, all the motivation is back and then dropping the calories again becomes super easy. So that's one of the key pieces that most people miss because they just want to lose weight forever. Yeah. And it's unsustainable. Like there's going to be a point where you're like, you will not be able to do it anymore. And when you hit that point is when the unhealthy cycle starts, when you start binging, when you start getting out of your diet and it's pointless to be there. So if you take a maintenance phase where you actually 
take a break. You don't worry about losing weight anymore. Just relax, chill, let yourself recover physically and mentally. Then by the end of that phase, you're going to be 100% motivated and ready to crush it on the diet. So that's one of the key pieces that no one talks about because if you Google maintenance phase, there's very, very little information about that. You know, it's actually incredible, right? Because it gives you the ability to allow yourself to catch up, right? I think that's the, the, the big part there is you're not just constantly pushing yourself to that next limit. You give yourself, but then their mind and their body catch up as they're doing that. And they come back to you and say, I'm ready to go again because now they've basically refueled, right? So it wasn't just kind of point where you're stripping away the, everything that they were used to. And then now their mind is trying to you know, keep with their body and getting there where the body, okay, okay, now the body can chill for a minute. Let the mind catch up, understand what's happening here. Let them enjoy where they are. And now maybe see them you know, leveling a little bit for a moment. And then they get that energy back to say, okay, I'm seeing results. I'm seeing this. I like this direction. And this can be my life instead of just being like, whoa, what just happened to my life? Exactly. And yeah, the, the, the maintenance phase is, is one of the, of the key aspects. And again, the key things to understand that is just thinking long-term, thinking this is going to be my life for the next, for the rest of my life. Like I'm making a lifestyle change. I'm not doing this to look good for a wedding. I mean, you can do it to look good for a wedding or to go to, to a vacation, but at the end of the day, you want to make this lifestyle change where you install healthy habits, where you improve your health, where you look better for the rest of your life. So having that long-term view is going to allow you to, to do this phases. Cause if you got a lot of weight to lose, it's going to be hard to lose it all at once, if not impossible. And the, if you lose it all at once and you put yourself through a crash diet for a long time, the chances of you falling back into the old habits are going to be very high. Cause you're going to get to a point where you're just sick of it and you just can't take it anymore. Yeah, and I love that. What you talked about, it, it would be much better, right, just to look good for a life and then just looking forward to that, that one event, right? And so you build that out. If there were three or four things you could leave the listeners with that were actionable steps they could take today to get themselves on track to a healthier lifestyle, what would your suggestions be? Uh, okay. One thing that I recommend everyone is, is get active. And this is something I, I have every single one of my clients do is 10,000 steps a day. It, it takes around one hour and it's just healthy for everyone to have this habit, right? Because as humans, we're meant to move around. We spend, you know, most people work in front of a computer, they don't move enough. So having those, like forcing yourself to do 10,000 steps a day is going to keep you healthy. It's going to keep you moving. It's going to keep you, it's going to keep your muscles like functional, right? So 10,000 steps a day. That's one, doing some sort of resistance training, okay? The older we get, like our systems, our body decays with time. Muscles is literally what could mean. Muscles will make a difference from having like a very good elderly life versus falling down, breaking your hips and not being able to walk. And I have, I have grandparents, all my grandparents fell, broke their hips and after that it was just downhill, right? So literally if you have muscles, you're gonna be able to walk around to, to be on your own, to go to the restroom on your own, they're going to keep you, they're going to keep you strong. They're going to keep you healthy. So doing resistance training is key because it's going to keep you healthy. It's going to add muscle to your body and muscle will give you the ability to, to live a healthy life as well, to, to be on your own, to not depend on anyone. If you fall, you're going to have muscles to protect you. You're going to be able to grab yourself and hold yourself from trail, whatever. So 10,000 steps a day, resistance training and consume a little bit more protein. I just see that most people that come to my program eat very, very little protein. They're eating like ridiculously low amounts of protein. So I increase the protein intake. I recommend people to eat between 0.7 to, to one gram per 
per pound of, of body weight. So yeah, consuming our protein that it's healthy for you, it's gonna help you. Again, it's gonna, it's gonna keep, your muscles are made out of protein. So if you're doing resistance training, walking, you're literally gonna be feeding your body the raw material it needs to build, to build muscles. So those are three key things. I, I could tell are, you like 10 more, but those yeah, are- Yeah, like no, but key. those are three actual things that people could take today, right? So get up, you know, get a standing desk, get a treadmill, you know, anything to walk, get outside, walk your dog, walk your dog more than one time a day. Resistance training, right? can be anything. If you're around the house, there's everything you can pick up and move. There's a million different items you can work with. And more protein. The easy thing, right, is to grab the bag of chips or, you know, pick out this thing out of the fridge. It's already, you know, like manufactured because it's made to be easy and convenient. But if you get some things prepared ahead of time, have some things around the house, there's a lot of good easy, quick fixes to get more protein. So last question for you. Well, I got two, but before I ask you what's the best way to contact you will be favorite options for vegan protein options. Vegan protein options. Oh, there's so many, man. Okay. I, I love Satan and love Satan is freaking awesome. And the, the macros are amazing. It has a super high protein content and there's actually mock meats that are made out of seitan there's a restaurant a couple blocks away from my place that makes like seitan ribs and uh-huh. they're freak like I, I i i'm not gonna lie and say i don't like the taste of meat because i i, freak, I love how meat tastes i don't do it for, for ethical purposes but that comes like very close to the taste of actual ribs so every time i go there i'm like this is freaking awesome i love it so seitan is one of my favorite ones um tofu tempeh those are my go-to options and i usually have uh, mock meats every once in a while Okay, there's many mock meats that taste really good for the people that that like 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 uh, chicken nuggets. It's like vegan chicken nuggets. It's vegan ham. They're like you can find anything. It's vegan burgers that taste really good. So if you, especially in the U.S., if you go to like Trader Joe's, you're gonna find all the freaking options you can, you 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 want in vegan choice, and almost all of them taste really good. So, Satan, tempeh, tofu, vegan mock meats, and protein powder. I love it. This is great. I, well, I've enjoyed this conversation. I love the message you're putting out there. I love what you're doing. How can, more, how can people find you? Thanks, man. Uh, if you want to find me, Instagram is the best place. So at Julian Hierro, J-U-L-I-A-N-H-I-E-R-R-O. That's how you spell my name. First and last name. Perfect. Perfect. And Jack Vegans. Julian, thank you so much. This has been a ton of fun. I appreciate you. Dude, thank you for having me here and appreciate you, man. Awesome. To all the listeners out there, thank you guys. You'll like what you hear today. Go down, hit that subscribe button, give us a range of review. It helps more people find this great show. Reach out to Julian. He's got a great message, a lot of things you can do to improve to a healthier lifestyle. See you next time. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions, and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check us out. Can't wait to see you. Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to a wider audience. Really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, you get in value. Check us out. Thank you again. So grateful to you.